1: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
2: It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Bart and Han. Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. Happy New Year.
3: Hey, New Year, new Knicks. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That is true. That is amazing. yo, I don't know, and I, I saw you... Tweeting with the windy hands or or, or texting with the windy hands. <laughs> Was I? That maybe just made – you know, and, and I started thinking, I'm like, What well, what can Alan be talking about? And listen, I'm just it's just pure Nobody speculation. Knows what the hell I'm, I'm sure about. that's what I'm sure what every New York Knicks fan is, 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 is really glued in today because mm-hmm. you are the voice of the Knicks. You're in the know, you're uh, Mike, around, Breen the the that, well, Mike Breen is the voice
2: of the Knicks. Well, uh, I appreciate that, but Mike Breen is the voice of the Knicks.
3: Listen, I'm speaking to the street cred. Mike Breen don't speak directly to the fan base every day. You do. Okay. So that's what I, when I say you the voice, like the people come here because they know I know what, what's going on with the Jets. They know you know. You hear things. Okay. you feel things. Okay. you're around people. Okay. You're around the shakers and movers. So I'm sure everybody's tied in. And I know we got a lot of football. A lot of stuff happens. No, 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 no.
2: What are you talking about? Football? Who
3: cares? Football. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that's what I'm over. saying I'm sure it's it's been a so much stuff has happened. Yeah, we since got, this we got a lot I'm of I'm not even talking about talk here. I'm not even talking about why you're gone. I'm talking uh-huh. about just from Friday, from the end of the show, whether you were here or not. <laughs> you know I'm I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Can we go can we go back on? I almost called you and called an emergency show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. I th- almost almost called a Saturday emergency show. Like, hey, we got to come back. We, we got to talk about this. I was supposed to take the weekend off. I had to come back. Cause I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I got to come back now. Like yeah, we got something going on here. So Saturday, I'm back on MSG because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So so you're coming with the windy fingers and stuff. I
3: can mm-hmm. hear it like in air quotes.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Could
3: be a shit. Because it just, it just don't seem do like that moves. Do it don't right, It don't feel like that just moves the needle enough. That's not a big three, right? That's, no. That's Anybody. A big, that's by a, the way. That's a, that's, a, that's a solid two and a half. I've half.
2: I've I've seen and heard a lot of takes. Now, I know that Stephen A had something to say today that I did not get that. I, would, I missed that because I was on the train. But – I've heard some really, really misinformed takes yeah. on this, where and it's of course we do the L O L Knicks all the time. And, and it's like, you know, oh that's the big three. Oh, that's the big move. Oh, that like that's championship no, that Like all that stuff. Move. And it's like, guys, if you don't know basketball, shut your mouth. Because this yes. is not that. This it's is a move. this was a move that it it upgraded your starting five. Right. And got you back to something that was slipping. And if you're paying attention, the Knicks were falling out of. Actually, they had fallen out of the top ten defensively.
3: They was falling like Elisa Keys.
2: Yeah, not even. Not 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 as gentle as that. They they were. And I've said this before. So in the first in November and the first two months. So basically, the first six weeks of the season, October November, they were fourth in the league in defensive rating. They were one of the best defensive teams in the league, right? Yes. They were a very good defensive team.
3: Anchored by, yes.
2: Well, obviously Mitchell Robinson was a big part of it, but still. But Mitchell Robinson even before the injury was warning people, like like that it's starting to slip, that they weren't the same, there wasn't enough communication going on, the guys were getting beat one-on-one too much, I had to help a lot, you know, like there's a lot of rotation issues, just all that stuff. He was warning people. Then he got hurt and then it was really exposed. In December, so as I told you, the first six weeks of the season, they were what? What were they, Bar? I just said it.
3: They were uh, top five in the
2: fourth best defensive rated yeah. team in the league. In the month of December, do you know what they fell to? You know what they were ranked? No. 28th. 28th? Yeah, third worst.
3: But they fell same, all same the like way had, to third same,
2: they, worst defensive team in the NBA in that all, month. It's,
3: it's just always so it's difficult for me to to, to believe that or understand that or, or digest it because they've been winning games. So sometimes, sometimes well, they remember they,
2: they they actually out of fourteen games they they lost eight of them in December. So they they remember those last three games that they lost were, you know that that really set them off. But they were giving up hundred. I mean, seriously, hundred and twenty points a game. Some sometimes even one hundred and thirty. You know, like, their defense had not just – it wasn't like a a little slump, a little slip. Right. They were epically bad defensively, and they were surviving mostly because their offense had just started to hum. Like, they really got going offensively. So trying to find that balance. That's the tough part, right? You've got to get back to –
3: DiVincenzo heated up.
2: Think about it. You've got to get back to your basics and your foundation. And the Knicks are, with Tom Thibodeau, their foundation is defense. Like, they have to be a really good defensive team – they can be a really good offensive team, so they had to get back to it. How do you do it? Well, you had to go get a. And how many times did I say to you a three and D wing defender? How many times did I say <laughs> yeah. to you missing a real important piece that they've got to find a and three and D no. wing defender? And this was a guy you remember, Bart. We were on the air last year trade deadline. We just didn't think it could happen. It because was, of so yes. Pl-
3: applaud to to the brass for being grown ups in the midst of a lawsuit. Yeah to be able to handle business with mm-hmm. the business. And I mean, from a Toronto perspective, you bring a prodigal son home. Yes. And quickly, who they're probably going to have to sign and give a, give a big extension to kind of
2: replace some of the a quick. Quickly might be getting in the, you know, like we're talking like tw- you know high 20s, low 30s now what yeah. he might be looking for is a starting point guard if they if they really fall in love with him but but he doesn't have to just so I can understand he doesn't have to sign there right he they
3: so they, well, take, they they took a bit of a remember, risk remember
2: restricted so they can match anything
3: right but what i'm saying is they 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 took a risk sure. because he can say i'm just going to sit for a couple years or he and- could
2: ask for something that is like he could get offered something that's way beyond what the raptors want to pay that but could happen crazy. too.
3: It's crazy because over there, just from that standpoint, you know they're trying to find a deal for Siakam as well. So yes. they're trying to
2: start all, all the way over, over again. Yeah, they're they're found what they're trying to build with now is Scotty Barnes, who they drafted and they love him. Yes, RJ, as you said, prodigal son, home homegrown kid, Canadian. You know, one of the best Canadian players, and then quickly who is you know a, an emerging young talent. Who can play point guard, which they lost when they lost yeah. Fred Van Vliet. He can be there, James Harden, the six man from another team can come over here and star and, and really be uh, unleashed. Yeah, yeah, he could. Like, I'm really curious to see. So I watched yesterday's game and you know the Raptors and the Cavs. Yeah, fourteen and, and nineteen. That was it, it wasn't about. all right. And and you know again, it's, what you saw was what you're used to seeing from both of those guys. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But you always have to give to get. But back to the Knicks. This was a player, Ananobi, that They tried to get last year at the deadline. It was going to cost them multiple firsts. If you remember, yeah. you were here. You and I were to hear. Yeah, like the, price, the was, price was way too high. Yes, it, it was way too high
3: for everybody. Everybody was trying to get him. It was like, mm-hmm. nah, man, we're not giving you that for him.
2: Right. And so now you get him
3: without giving up the firsts, and second round pick, and, and a player that you probably couldn't resign
2: in, in quickly. And what you got though, what's amazing is and I found this amazing after the game. Now I called the game for MSG, and I was watching. I'm courtside watching this guy. And you know sometimes you make a trade and you're like, all right like it might take a couple of games like let's yeah. see how th- you saw it immediately the impact that he made defensively defense Helped translate it- oh man <laughs> hey, like, him like on- offense takes time defense is hey go get him. you're absolutely Rotate. you're absolutely right that's what I said I said defense travels it also trades well you know what I mean <laughs> it does but but his defense on Anthony Edwards Anthony Edwards is w- man when- is that guy but when he left when oh, I don't know we got out of the game and then it was Grimes on Edwards i mean anthony edwards was all of a sudden like superman but then <laughs> and Obi comes back in the game and then he's missing threes he's missing layups and you're like What does he making that yeah. big of an impact and then he hits the threes yeah. which is also part of his deal well and see it, that that i didn't know no no he's a so 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 great for me corner listen, corner listen, three listen, for, for
3: the casuals out there yeah good. right why mm-hmm. don't you explain who aminobi is as a player
2: well, and again, I think we've done this a lot. But if nobody, if you didn't watch the game yesterday, you saw all the coverage. I mean, you know, the way Wally Zerbiak and Monica McNutt were talking about it and explaining from a player perspective what he brings. And, you know, and I could just tell you from the stats. All right. This is a guy who was last year an all defensive team selection. He led the league last year in steals per game. He led the league in in deflections, which Bart is basically like a pass passing defense,
3: lines. passing lane. like for you. DP, think of it DPI. Right? There you
2: go. Right. It's it, to me, if like from a football Dip parlance, ball. it's right. I, I'm I'm tipping passes. I'm knocking the ball away. It's not an interception, though. It's not a steal, but I'm I'm you're not catching the ball, right? So deflections disrupt an offense. So he led the league in that as well. So you have, the, and then on top of it, he averaged last year 17 points a game, and he shot. He shoots for his career high thirties from three point range and the corner three, which in the Nick offense is you're gonna get a ton of those looks in the Nick offense. That's how they run it. He's forty three percent, which is not good. Excellent.
3: Bruce Bowens from the corner? Yeah,
2: like like a guy that you can rely on to hit that shot on a regular basis, which is something that, you know, with Barrett, there were days where he's really good from three, and then there's days where he's just he can't make a shot. So and it, then you add to it size. You got bigger. He's got 7 7'2 wingspan. So he just makes you bigger, well, physically strong, runs the floor, high motor, and finishes on the break. So put all that together. And as Randall and Brunson said in separate interviews, they use this phrase, the perfect fit. Mm. So that's it. It's not a star. It's not the championship piece. You know what it is? It's the methodical building blocks that are painstakingly slow for most people. But if you're paying attention on a daily basis, like I have been, you really see, like, okay, that, that that's a strategic move. Now, it's not the final piece. The final right. piece is going to be the stud. Who is it? I don't know. But, but yeah. you still have the assets left to get that guy.
3: Yeah, it's weird because for me, I didn't, I, I looked at the box score, yep. and, it's, and it's odd that they played the um, – was, but I look at the box score it looks it looks like that team can do just as good or better without
2: Bitcat. oh uh Minnesota yeah yeah he not Nas, Nas Reed is looking he had like, a bad game Nas had a bad game he did not yeah, play well he did not shoot that, well but
3: that was one of very few games you're right bad that he's had this year you're right
2: and you know who else go Isaiah Hardenstein blocked Gobert three times <laughs> and one was a dunk attempt
3: he seems so soft man like, Go first there. of all, yeah, the, yeah. Fact, the fact that Draymond knew that I can test him. Oh, yeah. I can test Palibu Francais. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, could you imagine? Could
2: you I imagine? Could you imagine what happened? got to, stifled.
3: It, could you imagine if he would have did that to, if, if, if Draymond would have tried to do that um, to, like, MB or if he would have tried to do that to even
2: Bam Adebayo? Hmm. Right? Like, I'm, you. I, never mind those guys. Deron Sharp, you can't block him. Not like that. <laughs> right. right? Like, Deron Sharp's dunking that ball, he's not getting blocked. Yeah, Great man. athlete. I love Darren Sharp. Yeah. But but the point is, is, I don't want people to get caught up in the idea that this was supposed to move the needle uh-huh. to elite status. Uh-huh. This is, to me, a move that is a methodical building block, another step to get you closer, and you're still waiting for the big one that brings it all together. That's the move you're still waiting for. That hasn't happened yet and that's what we and we're still waiting on it but it's out there and when you talk to people like, again you 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 know I don't know everybody so you think that they listens they got better they got they got better oh no they got better because they got back to what they need to be which is a tough defensive team they added more toughness chew is a tough dude as well another big body so they got tougher which they needed to do they got better defensively which they they had to get back to it and now I'm telling you there's no other move to make next except for the big one. I feel like that's where we're at now. Cuz that that 3 and D, well, you and I've talked about this for yeah, months. Cuz we
3: we're talking about Jeremy Grant. We were trying to get anybody. anybody. To get Jeremy Grant's way too expensive. And
2: and and Paul George would have cost too much, and he's right? Too we old. remember that last year and he won an extension and he's he doesn't fit their timeline age-wise. I don't know B he does, he's 26. So when you put it like that, I want everybody to understand like that's what this is. Now here, Bart, take a listen to Stephen A. This was from this morning, right? On First Take. Him talking about the trade, and and this is, like I said, this is where I cringe.
4: Like I'm trade? not
5: moved. The Knicks are better. They're certainly better defensively. And Anobi doesn't require the ball the way R.J. Barrett does. He's a better three-point shooter and catch and shoot threes. Not only that, he's shooting like forty-four percent from threes from the corner. So he doesn't need the ball as much, which frees the ball up for Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. I'm not sure about Julius Randle come playoff time. And you know when he's that when he when he's that formidable option. I needed a third guy. You've improved defensively. I don't have any problem with Barrett being gone. I get it. I don't think he worked in that particular situation. Even though I'm hopeful for his future in the NBA. Emmanuel, quickly, I did not want to lose. Right. I did not want to lose this kid. Yeah. Okay, he is going to, he is special. Yeah. And he's the runner for six man of the year last season. The brother can ball. Yeah. And not having him there, to me, puts a lot more on Jalen Brunson. It yeah. gives Thibodeau an excuse to go with like seven and just run you into the yeah. ground yeah. and have yeah. you fatigued come yeah. playoff time.
2: See, for Stephen A., I love him. I doubt I, I I hate when I have to challenge him but you got to challenge him yeah. Stephen a that's the middest take ever yeah for you for you a guy that knows ball that's a mid take mid you how are you possibly you talk about a casual take Tip, first of all if you watched last night's game that's not what happened right like, like that's not how it went down they'll figure out a rotation they he's he, here's where he's right. But it's like the obvious, this is the, you know, we have full, full, firm grasp of the obvious thank you. Because losing 15 points per game off your bench with quickly and not knowing where it's coming from, yeah. absolutely that's your concern. Who's going to now help fill that void? That's 100% true. But to say I'm not moved by this Aren't you paying attention? The team was was losing defensively. Like they exponentially they needed. We all think knew when you looked at this they got group. With. Yes, exactly. In, this, in the
3: Eastern Conference. The who,
2: they have no one to guard Giannis. Jaylen they Brown. have no one to guard Jimmy Butler. They have no one to guard LeBron, Jason Tatum. Anytime you play these guys, you so have no yeah. one to guard those guys. And they go off. Now you do. That's it. Now yeah. you do. But the quickly thing? Of course. We all know this. He was. They were not going to re-sign him. They were not going to get him in free agency. We all know that he was going to go. His. He believes he's a starter in this league, and with Jalen Brunson there, he can't be a starter. I hated seeing him go. I hated that he had to be included in this deal, and so did the players. But, but we knew he
3: was the piece. But we knew he was a young piece that was uh, going to be part of any trade that they went. You did.
2: You, you absolutely did. But with all that said, to say I'm not moved by it, is telling me you really haven't watched this team closely to see this is desperately what they needed. Now there's still, you know, the Fournier expiring and a yeah. ton of first round picks, which, gotta, which by the way, Jake, Jake, so Jake, he he said later that the next move he would make is what? Tell me, Jake. He said uh, the Knicks
0: have about eight first round picks and they should use some of that capital to go trade for Donovan Mitchell.
2: That, Stephen A. 100% right there. 100% right. The next thing now, before the February trade deadline, is those first round picks, and Evan Fournier is expiring. That's what now, well, now helps you get. Now you're, now you're cooking. Yes, that now that's how you take that step.
3: You, you, your, your team, like you, you may take a hit defensively a little bit, but that's why you got the wing player because most of the players that are dangerous are the wing are the wing players yep. in, in your conference, and you so, got somebody so, to so, guard them now. And then, and then if you know when when um, Mitchell comes back, you got you got the you got the anchor in the back.
2: I found something interesting yesterday. By the way, Mitchell Robinson went to his IG, mm. and it was tough it was, loss,
3: right? They lost in the last second, right?
2: No, no, Mitchell Robinson. I'm talking. Oh, about Oh, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson, it, and I was, I was like, what is he saying here? So he went to IG after this was in the in, in the evening. So it was after the Nick win, and he said, if they tell me that I've got one shot, I'm a go. Ain't gonna go out like no. I don't want to say the word. Yeah. But you know no he problem. he rhymed with go, and I'm wondering like, what do you mean if if they tell me I have a shot? Are you suggesting that you might be able to come back?
3: Aaron Rodgers. We're, we're I, I mean, a lot of
2: people think he's done for the season.
3: Well, Mitchell. we'll Aaron Rodgers. Watch. Tell him, tell him to go where Aaron Rodgers went. Sit it's in the hole.
2: It's 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 just kind of interesting if you ask me. Right,
3: and why are you doing these subliminal windy fingers?
2: I'm not. No, no. I, I, am asking what this I'm is. With your, I'm saying with your words.
3: You, 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 you put a lot of you putting that carrot out in front of everybody.
2: Bro. No, no. I don't know anything. I just, I just found that to be interesting because you're that, right. That is, that is interesting. when he's back. Because, because Hartenstein, by the way, who who is making himself a lot of money right now, he's going to get paid. Like yeah. they have to pay him. He's been great. But when, when Robinson comes back, whether it's at the end of this year before the playoffs or you know, next season, which some people think he might be done for the year. It's a foot injury for a big man. Yeah. But Bart. And then you have Ananobi and what he can do. Like, yo, like all of a sudden, they, they could be a very tough team. And this is now a, more in the mold of your... Sound like the Pistons to me. Yes. It, it yeah. sounds just like my bad boys. It, it, it's New, it's new, new generation. Like
3: yeah. New generation. Sounds like the new generation, man, with, with Randall at, what, 6'9", playing Rasheed Wallace, who was 6'10".
2: And he's played well, you got to admit. Randall's played well.
3: So, like you said, anytime you trade for really defense, well. even though it could get awkward offensively, but when you have a guy that you kind of fit in because he can just go stand in the corner, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a lot easier because he doesn't need the ball. You know, I mean, so... Listen, this is something that you know. Maybe we have to push. We can. They can push or fight for that third spot. But they can maybe be with that if they would go out and get Donovan Mitchell. I would say that they because now they got a closer, they got a finisher, and they got a killer on each side, right? You think about Brunson can take some of their load off from Donovan Mitchell being a creator sometimes, make heavy shots. They can take turns. They they'll have to figure out how to take turns in far as, f- as facilitating. But you know, you you know how it is. They they put one in the bench early, right? And then, you know, one gets to kind of do his thing, and then the other one comes in. and You he split kind of them runs up. The show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You split them up. So, like, you got, they all start, but then it's how you split them up with the time. But whenever you got that wing defender, you talk about, you know, the philosophy, defense wins in the playoffs, right, because it turns into a half-court game.
2: All this scoring that we're seeing in the NBA, like, and they're, like everybody's scoring over 110, and there are teams over 120, which is insane. This is like the offense this year has been ridiculous. But we all have that feeling, right? Like that when the playoffs come, all that's going to stop.
3: It grinds down, yeah. It's you know what cool I mean? now because everybody not playing, nobody paying attention. They you getting back to backs, you are getting back to wins. But when you laser focus and you learning people's sets, mm-hmm. that's when you got to have a high execution because you got to do it in half court. So here, here's Tom
2: Thibodeau, who, by the way, moved into is it fourth? I think all time wins what in Knicks history. Oh. Like it just shows you, like, he's in his fourth season.
3: It Just shows you the the, the the lack of consistency they haven't had consistency, the think, echo, right, right? Right. He
2: he's up there now, so it's, it's, and they've, it's, called, it's, for, they've it, called for his
3: head like five times. Man. Everybody
2: does just on a remember, daily just basis. Remember,
3: just remember, like people always talk about. Oh, look at Denver. Remember how long it took for Denver stuff to come together. It
2: took like eight years. Man. Oh, forever, and they had to go through a lot of changes. And and but again, they also developed two guys that they drafted, and and one that the second round it turned into a superstar. You're like, let's remember. You know the one thing, Look, if I want to be, uh, if I want to be a negative Nelly, right? If I'm going to be the wet blanket, here's the thing that I will remind a lot of Nick fans who talk about the draft, is that they have had since twenty what was it, 2015, mm-hmm. they have had five. Is it five? yeah? In the last eight drafts, they have had five top ten picks. That's five top ten picks in eight drafts. All five are gone. All five are gone. So just, that's the frustrating part. So when you bring up Denver, I tell you that, well, they, one second-round pick turned into a, a, an MVP, and, and, and one of their top ten picks was uh, Jamal Murray, who turned into a really good player. Um, and by the way, it was, Tibbs was fifth. So he's in the company now of Jeff Van Gundy, Pat Riley, Joe Lapchick, and, uh, and obviously um, Red Holzman. So he's in that company. That's what that's what Tibbs has done. This is the most winning a coach has done here in 20 years. But here's Tibbs talking about the addition of Ananobi and what it does now for this team's defense.
6: It's huge for us just because the switchability and then when you add in particularly like when we mix and match with the second group and Josh and Quentin and Julius all those guys are very good switching with each other. So that changes things and it, it takes movement out of the game and it reduces, I think, the amount of threes too. So, and then the the challenge is, particularly like the, with the size that Minnesota, had, the rebounding was was terrific. You know, so I thought you know our reaction to the ball was very good.
2: They had great energy. It was a, it was again if if you wanted a perfect debut for all the things that you expected him to bring to this team, you saw it on display yesterday afternoon at the Garden against the best team in the Western Conference. So that's how it began. But how do we feel about the deal? I love hearing from the fans on this stuff, so let's get to that. 800 hour nine, three We'll get the call stacked, racked, and ready to go on that, on the trade. Because I know when it first went down, there were a lot of emotions. Nobody likes to see the young players go. I completely understand that. And especially it was Emmanuel Quickly, like you said, Bart. That's the one that has everybody you know, caught up a little bit in their emotions because, yeah. A, you didn't replace what he brings, and B, well, as a guy who plays with joy, and you enjoy watching, and now yeah. you won't get a chance to see him continue to play for you. But I had a feeling this would be the last days for him this season yeah, anyway.
3: Because he probably was set on getting paid $25 million, or right, more. which is out of your price range. Yeah, right? he, and he wanted
2: to be a starter, and he thought he and could be a starter. Him,
3: you couldn't promise him that.
2: No, you couldn't. So no. it was,
3: it's going to come to an abrupt end anyway, so better early than late. Because when you get desperate, then people know that you're desperate, and they'll just wait it out. they could potentially wait it out.
2: So but, and then it's also Deuce McBride to step on up. You have an opportunity right now to prove that you could be the man. And we'll see, you know, we'll see if that can happen. All right, so we got calls to get to, plenty to get to, of course, Garrett Wilson expected to join us here at two o'clock as he does on Tuesday. So we'll talk with Garrett back to back thousand yard seasons now for him. And you won't believe how long it's been since the Jets have had some. I mean, I, can't, I couldn't believe when I saw yeah. that. Um, lots of football, of course, to get into. But let's do the NBA stuff right now. The trade for the Knicks and also the NBA where we're at right now as we are in the new year. But first, Bart, give me a little Sansone, would you? Yes,
3: yeah, the first one of the year. Shop Toyota Thon is on. Get low 3.99% financing for 48 months. On a new 2023 RAV4 or Highlander, Camry, Corolla, and more. Choose from over 250 new and certified pre-owned Toyotas. Visit Samsung Toyota at Samsung Auto Mall, Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Call 1-800-SANSONG or go to sansongtoyota.com. I went there the other day. I'm looking at something, man. I'm hoping I can grab something. Excludes tax, title, license, registration, and a $699 $699 dealer doc fee on select models with approved credit. Offers ends, oh man, today. It ends today. So go now and get it today. Don't miss out on Toyota Thine at Samsung Auto Mall.
1: Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. It's a player they've been looking to acquire for a while. So what does the acquisition of OG Ananobi mean for the Knicks defense for Tom Thibodeau?
6: It's huge for us just because the switchability and then when you add in particularly like when we mix and match with the second group and Josh and Quentin and Julius all those guys are very good switching with each other so that changes things and it it takes movement out of the game and it reduces I think the amount of threes too so and then the the, the challenge is particularly like the, with the size that minnesota had, the rebounding was was terrific you know so and i thought that, you know our reaction to the ball was very good
1: and that is brought to you by tullamore dew when it's game time it's tully time be sure to grab a tullamore dew irish whiskey during tonight's action glasses up to enjoying tullamore dew responsibly coming up three o'clock it's the michael k show and it's only here on 98.7 fm Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Yeah, Bart, you're allowed to talk, you know. No, I'm, really, I'm feeling beat, you you're know what I'm saying, son? You to music? Like, I mean, you Jake, you could, man. This I never heard this before This sounds like Some Superman stuff
2: It actually does Ah Hey Jake You gotta send me this oh, right. she's, she's a dope artist I, I love her This got the horns too man
3: Jake 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 putting putting a brother on something you yeah, know what Who, 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 who this. is
2: this cuz I need this when I'm walking through the city Uh Victoria Monet. Is it, it Wait, is oh, Victoria like Monet? mama Victoria Monet? My, oh, my mama yeah
3: Okay 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 I I never heard it without the words so I was like oh man I like this beat Just
2: Janelle's sister or Mm-mm. something like
3: that I tell you what man I saw the color purple yesterday outstanding man Yeah Oh is it Oh is man it it's good? outstanding it's it's, it's 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 reimagined but it's such a beautiful story man it it is Fantasia, Fantasia don't win something if if Taraji doesn't get some Best Supporting Actress. Is that good? Okay. When I say it's a, it is a, ama- it's almost like a musical, a little bit, but not overly musical. Musical. You know, you know, like you know, they got all the singers in there. Sierra makes a, a appearance in it at the end.
2: I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, so it's um, then the 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 uh, Holly Berry, uh, yes. Bailey Bailey Bailey, Bailey the, right. The, the, yeah, so the she pe- was. Um... They paid Mermaid. Yes,
2: yes, Little Mermaid. She's right.
3: amazing in it, man. It's 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 amazing.
2: Okay. All right, you got me on that. Did you watch I can't imagine you did. So I'm asking anyway knowing the answer. Did you watch any of the uh the the New Year's Eve stuff, you know? The Dick Clarks rocking, you nah. know, New Year's Eve with uh, nah, it was Brian
3: Seacrest. Okay, no nah,
2: listen. Didn't watch that?
3: Once, yeah. they took, once they took Don Lemon out there, I couldn't see a, a grown man slithered that's up so C- bad. But is CNN. That, that was yeah, CNN. Yeah. They used to be uh, so, so is slithered CNN up. Why CNN do a New Year's they, Eve they thing, make by them, the way. They, they make them stop drinking. Like, they like <laughs> Don Lemon, listen, I've never seen somebody so slithered up in my life. Like, bro, either you got a poor pain tolerance or you drinking straight moonshine. But
2: why not? Why not? It's New Year's.
3: They, they, and Andy Cohen and uh, what's the other guy? Anderson Cooper. Yeah, Anderson Cooper, man. Yeah. They, they, I never understood that. They make it uncomfortable.
2: But, but the, the, obviously, the, the, the one that Ryan Seacrest is doing, originally Dick Clark, that, that goes back 51 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Now, so that watch, is the I used to watch. Yeah, me too. I wasn't in New York. So we, because I had the game, it was the afternoon game. I wasn't doing anything, I wasn't going to party, none of that. I was just going to stay home with the kids. So we're watching it. And when my kids don't know half the acts, that's a problem. <laughs> Like you know what you you know you're old when, you know it's like who and then like, Green Day comes on I'm like ah no Green Day, <laughs> right? But then somebody else like who? Can I get who the, the hell back? is? Can I get the Dave Matthews?" They got back? this guy Jelly Roll comes on he's a country singer. Oh yeah yeah Yo, yeah yeah he
3: he won he won at 39. He was he won. Listen he just came out at 39 year old artist one yes. New Artist
2: of the Year. Yes he was so ha- like well he,
3: he 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 the hottest he the hottest out right now you know what I mean like he he
2: yeah he he just yeah It was very interesting. I think he uh, is credited on that three six mafia grant. What? He wrote one. that? Yeah, I think he's one of the guys who wrote it. He's something special, this guy. What a personality. But, yeah. but he did his
3: prayer something. But I really thought of
2: everything. you because one of the acts um I thought I thought it was Janelle Monet. Uh and she, she, and it, actually, it was her, I should say. There was another one that I thought was her, and then I'm like, no, that is Ooh, not her. Did
3: she, do, did she do the thing? I'm a freak, or taste it or something? And it's, come I, I, there forget, that I forget eye? the song she did, but Sir, all I know season. is that Sir,
2: my, 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 my my wife said to my eight year old, uh, go, go in the kitchen again Oh she did that because one Because she oh. wore The upper part Was the tuxedo remember oh, yes. no How she always did, did the she, tuxedo ooh, She had
3: the tail out With the bum bum The lower part was She said it's her thick season Remember she <laughs> said It's her thick season Yeah
2: oh the song Was definitely very suggestive Oh it's a, it's a, a, video, that, it's of a you. video
3: It's a video That we watched And then we used The uh, internet from ESPN And our mm-hmm. computer blew up And then right
2: Then we all got called To HR <laughs> no, but I was thinking of you because I'm like... Cause oh, I, said, I wish I would have saw that. I said to Stephanie, I said, this is Bart's favorite artist. And she goes, I know why. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's obvious. See but, see, but the thing is, I was on it before anybody else.
2: You were. I was on you it were on years this... ago when she
3: had the James Brown tuxedo. You yes. can't hide none from me.
2: No, I know. You're very good. You have you have a sixth sense when it comes to this. But still, I, I just, it was it was a weird night. They kept going to LA. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't like that. Then there's... Have you ever heard of... Jake, you know music. Have you heard of... Is it Evie Queen... She's, she's from Puerto Rico. No. Right? No. They call her, she's the they call her the queen. I have no first of all, it's spelled Ivy. And I've never heard of her before.
3: It's and Ivy. I, she called it Evie.
2: Yeah. But then I heard her sing and I'm like, she smokes a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Unfiltered. Like, I think <laughs> she's got a deeper <laughs> voice than I do. <laughs> myth
3: myth cool one hundred. It's, like, it's like she's almost like your aunt who comes over and is like
2: how you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you doing good in school? <laughs> what? Yo, that guy's looking like that one got me. when I'm like, oh, all right, this Puerto Rican queen. This uh, must be really something. This could be a special performance. They're all fired up for it. And then she starts singing. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, eight hundred. I thought you might know. It sound, was like, sound like, <laughs> I thought it'd be funnier. It like you don't know C- either day. I like the dude off CB4 Not at, day. at all, but I'm looking at the picture and I'm
0: kind of like, oh
1: man.
2: You're looking at the picture now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Wait she's- till you hear the voice, though. To me, the voice is what got me. Her face, she definitely has a lot of Botox. Like she's almost like, like Cher. <laughs> you know, has uh, like oh, so, the face
3: don't move. I see an old person. She's older. I don't okay. think she's that old. So she got that work. She got that work. Yeah, but but the she's like about the uh fifty one. Yeah,
2: that's all right. She's in my wheelhouse. But the the voice is what got me. I was like yo,
3: <laughs> like CB four. I want to get you.
2: Know, <laughs> 800-919-3776. one nine three seven seven six. Let's get some calls. From the people on the Knicks trade, I need to know what everybody feels about all this stuff. So let's go with Andrew and Long Beach to start us off. Go ahead, Andrew.
0: Hey fellas, happy New Year! Happy Thanks New for Year, my call. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I really like the OG trade, and I think obviously he adds a lot to the team defensively. But on the offensive end too, he helps out a lot, and I'm going to explain why. Specifically for the Knicks starting offense, it's very dangerous. OG, 53% from the left corner three. DiVincenzo, 59% from the right corner three. That's going to create a ton of spacing. Randall and Brunson are going to be able to create, and Randall's already been a force in the paint. That'll just
6: get even better now.
2: Yeah, you have to feel like his ability now, because you've seen Randall go away from I, I love the that. three. Yeah. And yeah, he has been that. he's one of the top paint top scorers now in the NBA. Like he's And he's right. gone into this beast mode, but I have never seen him his eye like eye it.
3: He's strong as hell. Everybody he, talking about him. We all knew he was, like, strong.
2: But, you know, like, like we've we've seen him have good runs, but I've never seen him play with the ferocity. Like, he's, like, angry when he goes Sister. to the basket. It's well, physicality, well. and he'll he wear you an angry, out.
3: He has an, an angry type of demeanor. Yeah, he looks does. Like, you no, know, like me. I, remember, I was like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Like, I had to rest in Mad Face.
2: <laughs> Why are you always mad? <laughs> but still, like Andrew brings up a good point. The corner three is going to be a is a big shot in the Nick offense, and when you add a guy that can knock it down and knows the spacing and how to get to that spot and all that stuff, like that does open it up for him. And also Brunson, who does a lot of work in the paint as well. Joe in Staten Island, what's up, Joe? Hey,
7: happy New you, guys! Happy New Year, everything good. Um, I have a thing I want to say. Uh, I, at first, when I heard this trade, I obviously was a little mad because it gave away two, you know, two young guys I thought we were going to be real you know, stars. Of course. Um, but now, if you see this, you said it before about the draft pick. For some reason they can't hit on talent out of college, but they can hit on talent with trades. They went with Randall and Brunson, kind of diamond in the rough guys, who are now all star caliber guys, and now Adenobi who was, you know, no one really talked about him in the on the Raptors. It was always the other guys. If he could be a guy that could really come in and be like a, maybe a clever a reason, but better, you know what I mean? Someone yeah, like it's not, that. Bad. And, it's then not bad. Get, and then we got like Donovan Mitchell, who I took him to be the rookie of the year, and we got screwed with Ben Simmons. That was crazy. But uh, he's my favorite player. If we add Donovan Mitchell, he could add the scoring part with Brunson, with Randall, with, and especially Mitchell when he comes back, the, you know, the center. Man, this could be a serious team in the playoffs. I think would really challenge the Bucks. I think we have the matchup to, to
2: really go up against anyone. So Donovan, all right, so you're in on Donovan Mitchell, even though you know he's six two. You know, like so you got small backcourt. Donovan Mitchell or Murray, which one? would because, you rather Because because Mitchell does give you the box office sizzle kind of player that I think also you know that draws a lot of eyeballs and attention, and it's just another guy that you got to worry about. But, so all right, so Joe's all in on it.
3: So, would, but who you think fits better, and how big it makes him? De, Deontay, <laughs> Here's Murt, my, Deontay De, Murray. Deontay.
2: Deontay. Yeah.
3: How, why do he got a J in there? if It's Deontay. I don't know. Some why people actually say
2: Dejounte. Some people say Dejounte. And yeah, because J, J is ask not I've asked Mike silent. Green exactly how it's pronounced because Mike would know, and I've heard it different ways. I've, it's easier for me to say say Deontay.
3: Yeah, because that's my nephew's name,
2: Deontay. Dejante. Yeah, Dejounte. There you go. Right, well, either exactly. way, whatever it is, Thank you. here's the thing with Murray that only gives me a little cause for pause. It's it's the same situation in Atlanta with Trey Young, right? You have a, a scoring point guard, right, who's smaller. Yep. And so you think you add Murray there, and boy, his defense should be impactful and help. And all. Why does Atlanta suck then?
3: Yeah, because, I mean, they don't have that... They don't have that wing. Well, they have
2: DeAndre Hunter, who's pretty good. Yeah. He's always hurt, though. Right. But, I, no, I, I, that's the only I, question I have. I think, is like, I, I well, I how also, come it's not I, working in Atlanta? It's sort of the I same think, idea, is it not? I, but,
3: but we know that, that Atlanta has never been known as their brand to, to be a defensive team. They don't have defensive genius, right, to unlock that, to play together. Remember, DeAndre was uh, all NBA defense. He was, that he was Aminobi. really good in San
2: Antonio. Yeah,
3: yeah you, you, you add that with Aminobi, and you add that with, you know, mm. it kind of takes a lot of pressure off of Julius.
2: But let me ask you this. What – because you make that move, you're giving up all the assets that would then help you get a star. Is I'm, Murray I'm, I'm, a star I'm taking him as or my star. is Mitchell I'm take, a star? I'm taking him as my
3: star. Who? Mitchell is a star.
2: So are you going with? That's what I mean. Like, there's no I'd other go,
3: move. I would rather go with Murray because of the you'd size. rather go
2: with Murray, and that. So now you can't make the move for any star that's going to come out or any of the disgruntled star. Like that's off the table now because all your assets you wouldn't and have now, much and, left. And,
3: and, now, and now we really are like the Pistons. We got we we don't have the superstar. We got stars. Maybe that's where we go stars. from
2: here. So that's the conversation to have from here. I like this. Eight hundred. have, to have the superstars when you have when you go that deep. Which is if if these are the two options, and then folks, you know, you can talk all you want about, you know, the big big names, but it just right now the way the the landscape of the NBA is, there are no you know, Luke is not going anywhere, Devin Booker right now isn't going, he could be in a couple of years, not going anywhere right now, um, where, you know, who else are you looking at around the league that could shake free, you're not seeing it, Zach Levine, that's not he's not in the conversation if you ask me, I don't I don't like that fit, so. Tom I'm looking Kuzma. for, yeah. well, no, Kuzma would have been the. You know what you did here. So if if you're looking at it, if I'm giving you two choices, because word out of Atlanta is that Murray could be made available. And we all know that Mitchell is not going to sign an extension with the Cavs, which means that eventually, whether it's at the deadline or this summer, the Cavs are going to have to eventually move off of him and get what they can while they can. Which is the better player to use your assets to get, because when you move, when you make this move, those first round picks, all that stuff starts to dry up and you've got nothing left. See, So I'll give you three choices, everybody. It's Murray, Mitchell or patience. Wait. 800 We'll continue with your calls. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN
7: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
2: He has tattoos all over his damn face. All over man. his face. But, but I'll tell you what, you talk about a happy here. human being. So yeah. he was a jingle ball. And then he performs uh, New Year's Eve in Times Square. Like he was in his glory. He's like, I can't believe where I am right now. Like, he he had LL Cool J was next to him on the stage at midnight. Yeah, he's like, Hazel, he's like, what the hell am I doing here with Ryan Seacrest and LL Cool J? <laughs> <laughs> like he admitted, like he had a little bit of imposter syndrome. But I can relate to that. I
3: mean, the dude won New Artist at 39, so that just tells you. And in, in his, you listen to his speech. Of, if Jake put a piece of his speech on his acceptance speech, yeah, he was talking about. He it basically was a was a testimony. He sounded like a preacher. Talking about how you can you can always dream, you know what I mean? He's sitting here as a testament, you know, new artist of the year at 39 years old. Just keep grinding, you know? Yes, it, it reminds me of watching um, Penix play football yesterday. Is he 39 also?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story, though. When you think about it, his coach, right, DeBoer, like he comes over. He He knew him. They worked together. And the yeah. first thing he did when he got the Washington job was say to him, come with me, kid. And now even Penix is going to become – I mean, where is he, he going to get drafted? He made he,
3: well, they did 450
2: some money. 450-yard performance.
3: Some people didn't even have him in the first round, though. So maybe maybe this is a guy that if he falls, the, the Jets or people move up. He sounds like a guy that people move up late in the first round if you get take a flyer on him type of deal.
2: Give me an example of like, like what's his potential as an NFL quarterback? Is there a name that you can give me?
3: He's like a Geno Smith to me. Geno Smith? Yeah, like he he he's more athletic than you think. He's had the two knee in, injuries. Right. He has a very strong arm. Remember how Gino was lighting it up at West Virginia? We were so shocked. I remember Gino Smith fell to the second round. Yes. So well for I,
2: him, it was more attitude. Wasn't there something about him in the in the pre-draft process with Gino?
3: Well, I, I, but I, I don't remember the specifics. of I that, thought I
2: remember that that some some teams were kind of turned off. I mean, by just
3: him. think he was a guy that was he was in the green room. Like he's one of those yep. rare one of those rare stories. Like like. Uh, like Aaron Rodgers, where he's sitting in the green room and you just the camera's in his face and you feel bad for the kid.
2: Right, right. We'll go deeper into NFL and football and everything else. Those games yesterday were interesting, but there's one something, one observation I have about the games yesterday, the semifinals that we gotta talk about, Bart. But in the meantime, right now we are I asked this question when it comes to the Knicks and the trade and everything else. I'm gonna give you three options. It's now with after this OG and an OB trade, you still have assets left. And they're assets that can still – there's a lot of first-round picks. You did not have to use any of the first-round picks to get him. Right. So you got to start without giving up first-round picks. Think about that. So you, have, you still have a ton of first-round picks. You still have an expiring contract as well. So there's still an ability – assets left to make the big move, the one you are waiting for. And I'm giving you these potential options of what's available to you now. Number one, behind door number one, is Donovan Mitchell who at some point, whether it's this trade deadline or the summer, the Cavs are going to have to eventually accept the fact that he's never going to stay there. He's not right. going to sign there, and he wants to come home. There's that. And, you, and the Knicks have wanted him. Two is DeJounte Murray out of Atlanta, who you could put next to Brunson, and he's got, you know, he's got a defensive background. He can score, wingspan, all that stuff. And the Hawks are said to want to move on from him because they're trying to get, get their, their, um, their salary number down because they're going to be a repeater tax team. So there's that. Then I'm going to give you door number three, which is do nothing and stay patient and wait for a bigger star. That's the three I'm giving you. 800 3776 What would you do? William in Manhattan, what would you do?
4: Well, happy New Year's, guys. Happy New Year's. Uh, I'm a Knicks fan a long time, and uh, I'm tired of being patient. He pulled the plug on the two young guys. So, so you know that's out the window. So get um, go after Mitchell. You've been wanting him already for quite some time. It might not cost much. And oh, it's gonna, it's gonna cost.
2: To- uh, it's gonna you're gonna Why give a it multiple firsts because uh, Cleveland is gonna want to get as much for him as they possibly can because it becomes competition and they know how you bad you want him.
4: All right, guys. So how how many first rounds do you think it's gonna take? Four. 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 For a guy who's gonna walk and not even sign. You're because getting
2: them under contract,
4: them to somebody else.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's going to take four.
4: You know,
3: oh, Miami's all, so Miami's always open. a threat.
2: That's right.
4: Miami's always a so threat, and Brooklyn's pay. a threat. Yep. All right. So check this out. Then, if you don't have to open that, because four, I didn't think it was going to take four. Now remember, these, these
2: are Murray. Remember the reason why it's four is because most of these Conference. picks are protected. So you're giving. That's another
4: p- thing, i What? I'm, I'm glad. I'm sorry to cut you off, and that's another thing I want to ask you, Hans. Right. It seems that every time the Knicks get a first round pick, mm-hmm. it's so it's so restricted. It's, it's, it's always in the highs and it's always protected. But yes. when the Knicks have to give up a first round, yeah, no. it's non-protected and no. it always ends up being a high pick. Yeah, it's Why the do tax. They do that so bad because the garden is always full. Yes, like, what, what what is that?
2: It's it's the tax you pay as a New York team that everybody knows you're under pressure, and teams know this. Uh, that's just that's reality, and so. You know, oh, we need a first-round pick in this deal. All right, well, we're going to protect it one through sixteen. You know, one through fourteen. So it's lottery protect, and you just take it because it's an asset. That's what you do. Right. Like what? Like think about it. Dallas, that Dallas pick last year, that was a protected top, top ten. 10. Mm-hmm. They tanked to ten. And he got yeah, and they tanked to ten to keep it. And it's like so. Now you're out of that pick. Now you still have that, a pick, but it's just How about
4: the Knicks. Do that. The Knicks don't get that pick. That that, that, that will make an example. Of tanking, well, and then, you know why Nick, you did that? Dan, I don't
2: know about they, that. The league, the league didn't, the league didn't do anything other than find them. But it, it ended up being a great pick. Derek, well, is a great fit for them. But the point is, is that when you ask about the protections, that's why it will cost you four because most of the picks you're going to give up will be protected. And so the Cavs, if I'm the Cavs, I'm like, well, you can't give me like two and they're both protected. I need one of your picks that's not protected, and then I'm going to need couple of these other protecteds and hope that some of them work out for me and that you know, that's why i say four but you know we'll see dj in staten island what's up dj
0: first and foremost Alan, happy new year happy man. New we year. love you and the nick community we love that you're doing the commentating for the game that was awesome it's last been night. a lot of
2: fun i get to do and wednesday was- night tomorrow night with kenny albert for the first time i get to work with kenny albert so i'm really looking forward to that
0: yes hey shout out to shout out to kenny i'm yes. gonna be in the building with my with my boy oh first come say hello OG on, OG was a, a godsend. You saw what, how much he was a uh, value when he's guarding Cat, guarding Kyle Anderson, guarding Ant Man, and they still got their numbers up, but it didn't feel like it. Like that's the most significant part about OG. To answer your question, I'm going to try to do it a rapid fire because I know you guys got a lot of callers. Mm-hmm. This, it's it's simple for me. You know, Donovan Mitchell. It, it's not about us wanting Donovan Mitchell or him wanting us. The money doesn't fit anymore. So, unless, so the question that I have for Nick fans is: If you still want Spider, just know it's going to cost you Evan, Mitch, Grimes, and uh, and like you said, uh, uh, Alan, four picks. Is it worth it? So for me, that's a no.
2: So you're saying it's so not. My answer, okay, you're saying not worth it. Now remember, when you get him, you're, he's still. If you get him at some point before next season, he's still under contract. Now you're gonna to want to correct. give him an extension because he's you know he's 27 years old like he's still in his prime and you're gonna to want to give him, but he has the 34 million dollars next season yep. and his player option is 37 and so if you gave him let's say a a four year extension off of his current deal
0: you've got him for correct. six years correct and that's true but for me again I look at Leon Rose and this is where I was gonna go before I uh, before I hang up yep it's the history of Leon Rose he. He doesn't do business where it's like desperate need. He does business where he wins or we both win. And that's why I think it's DeJounte Murray. Allen, you say it all the time. When there's smoke, there's fire, man. Yep. If you guys look at the Atlanta schedule, oh, I know. they're going to lose a, a boatload of games yes. still. Yep. And the fact that, again, shout out to Landry Fields. <laughs> shout out to the Nick legend of Landry Fields, man. <laughs> I think, I think like, with DeJounte, and shout out to our former GM, Scott Perry, he's been saying the Knicks are trying to get four players. So if you look at DeJounte, if you look at Brunson, Randall, and OG, that's similar to what the Detroit Pistons were built on. That's similar to what, what's going on with the Celtics, Drew Holiday, you know, Chris Porzingis. The way that I see it, it's all about fit, Alan. So, you know, that's what exactly what the OG trade was all about, fit mm-hmm. versus favoritism. It is true. So I, I, I look at that the same way. Okay. So I, think, I think the connections between everything that's going on and all these rumors with Clutch and CAA, I think it all begins and ends with DeJounte, and I think this was plan B if they couldn't get Spider. Happy New Year, Alan. You, you
2: too, DJ. Okay. All right, so again, the, the Bart, a lot of people siding with you on this and saying that Murray is the better way to go instead of like, getting just, into just, the, the finances of yeah. Donovan Mitchell.
3: I think he just fits into the culture too, right? He he He's another guy that was the, you know, all defense, right? So he fits into the culture, and we, he can put up buckets. It's like what he said Kawhi told him. Work on your defense if you want to get on the court, son. And then your offense can come. You can work on your offense later. And that's what he did. So I like people that, you know, because at the end of the day, when you have a team that's built and being able to stop people and you got size and length, I just worry about them being too small with the Mitchell and putting too much pressure for everybody with the rotations to uh, make them right. Where now you only have one small guy that you can do. It's, to me it's almost like, and I, I'll never call Brunson like Steph Curry. But it gives them that that Steph Curry player that okay he's he's gonna be scrappy but he's gonna have nights where he where he's at a disadvantage but then you got Clay to back him up to when you so when you switch at the top you know what I mean you, you you got you got versatility
2: now Murray is six five which also is something you can't overlook you get a right big, that's what a, I'm talking and, about and a big wingspan and so, if so now you,
3: lanes and tip balls and.
2: Well, between him and Ananobi, you
3: got that's a lot of length. You know, just wingspan alone. And remember, and remember, that's what we that's what we always applaud um Boston about, how much length they have. Well, that would give them length with them.
2: And you talk about consistency, right? his last 3 seasons, he's averaged 20 a game. And also shooting 46% from the field. another outside shooter. And this year he's actually done very well from three, 38%. So it's like he's been consistent with his scoring regardless of whether he's the man or whether he's next to a guy like Trey Young who's going to dominate the ball and take a ton of shots. So I, I get it. I completely understand. And he's also on the contract for the next four years. He starts an extension next season. So you don't even have to worry about the finances and everything else. But still – you can't overlook. And maybe Mitchell, they'll take you. We're late. 800 <laughs> 3776 My first day back. I'm already blown through the top of the hour. But we'll get into football as well. We've got tons of calls to get through. Stay with us. Barton Ha 98.7 ESPN.
1: Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Do sports desk. Nick, fans have certainly reacted to the trade for OG Ananobi. What was the reaction this morning on D.P.H. and in do you have some semblance of faith in Leon Rose? Oh, I do. Yeah. You, don't think he's, you don't think he's a dumb guy, no, right? no, no, no. There's no way that he made this move without thoughts of what's what's next. This has to be just a piece to the puzzle of what they're going to do. It has to right. be.
0: Right. Or if there's just not, there's not a big move available. And this, they feel like makes the team better now. Defensively, they're a better team now. The Starting five is better defensively. With they, they lose depth, they do lose depth. Yep, and they lose a ball handler, some scoring, some scoring. Mm-hmm. First glance, when you watch, when you watched him play against a really good Minnesota team, he was as advertised. Gave you seventeen good hit defender his threes, great defender. Yep, did a good job against Anthony Edwards.
1: And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it is Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up three o'clock, it's the Michael. K okay Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.